Hello everybody and welcome back to Expression FM Sport. My name is Michael Sklover and I'll be joined by Jack Evans as we continue our coverage of Exeter City's journey in League One. Today, the Grecians will be taking on Charlton Athletic with both teams in fine form in 2023. Gary Coldwell's men return to SGP for the first time in three weeks, looking to please the home fans who once again managed to sell out Exeter's home fortress this afternoon. It was over five years ago when the teams last met at St. James Park. A late goal by Charles Cook won the League Cup tie for Charlton that day and knocked Exeter City out. Exeter City's record against Charlton in the league hasn't been great either and Gary Coldwell's men will be striving to register the club's first win over the Addicts since 2011. Ahead of today's game, Exeter City come off the back of an eventful transfer window. Deadline day signings of experienced Kevin McDonald and young James Scott added to the earlier signings and are expected to pay dividends in the latter part of the season. Since we last brought you coverage of Exeter City's home clash against fellow promoted Forest Green Rovers, the Grecians missed out on a home fixture against Barnsley due to unfavourable weather conditions and were therefore forced into consecutive away clashes against mid-table Portsmouth and struggling MK Dons. While the 2-0 defeat to Pompey appeared to be a highly disappointing result, Exeter City successfully redeemed themselves with a dominant victory over MK Dons. A brace from Giovanni Brown was all that separated the sides after the final whistle. And although the Exeter's top scorer this season is unavailable today, the striking force of Nombe Stansfield and January signing White will lead the line for the Grecians. As for Charlton, their form has certainly improved in 2023. Three wins in four games in League One, Charlton's record in January, which puts them four points behind City with a game in hand. A win today for the away side, and the gap between the Addicts and the Grecians will close. Charlton's win streak was, however, ended last week with the defeat at home to Bolton, and Gary Caldwell's men will be looking for the same at a packed-out SGP. And today, it's great to be joined by Jack Evans. Jack, first game in 2023 in the press box for both of us. How can the updated Grecian side perform against the Charlton team? Well, thank you for that, Michael, and I'm really looking forward to today's game here at St. James' Park. It certainly is an updated Grecian side. I think the most notable names will be Joe White, who has joined the club from Newcastle, an incredibly exciting young talent, who especially against MK Dons looked extremely promising, joining that, well, staying just behind that front line of what today will be Jay Sansfield and Sam Nombe. As well as that, we've got Will Ameson, who's joined the Grecians after spells at Bolton and most notably the Devon rivals Plymouth. An experienced defender who will look to add um, some security to this uh, Grecian back line today. Absolutely, and of course, as I mentioned, a sellout today in SGP, a first one in 2023, which I think is no surprise given the fact we're in the middle of the second term at the university, so the students definitely attending this game. Good to see the fans back, Jack. Yeah, it's great to see. It was a big shame. What was it, 10, uh, almost two weeks ago now, with the Barnsley game getting cancelled due to the cold weather and the frozen pitch. But the, the Grecian fans have come back in full force today, and as other Charlton fans who have made the journey down from London with what looks to be a um, sold-out away end. And uh, as I said, Charlton have been in, in really good form in January. Three wins in four games. Only a loss to Bolton stopping that run. Any players you would like to mention, particularly in this Charlton side, who didn't make too many changes from the last home game? Yeah, as you said, there haven't been too many changes for this Charlton team. I think a notable name who most Charltons will agree with is Jesper Raksaki, who he's on loan from Crystal Palace this year, an incredible player, 
it's part of the England under 20 team and he's got seven goals in League One so far this year he's going to be a major threat today alongside Blackett, Taylor and Bon up front for Charlton an extremely young and extremely quick front three for Charlton who are going to look to get in behind this uh, Grecian back line and uh, bringing you the team news Exeter City of course went for the 3-5-1-2 formation in goal is Jamal Blackman a back three of Alex Hartridge Pierce Sweeney and new signing Will Ameson a midfield of Raheem Harper and Archie Collins at wing backs it's Jacob Priest and Jack Sparks and up front leading the line it's it's Sam Nombe, Joe White and Jay Stansfield. Charlton Athletic, though, managed by Dean Holden, went for a 4-3-3 formation. In goal, it's Ashley Maynard Brewer. A back four of Matt Peeney, Ryan Innes, Sean Clare and Lucas Ness. A midfield of Gavin Kil- Kilkenny, George Dobson and Scott Fraser and leading the line up front it's Corey Blackett-Taylor Jessarin Raksaki and McCoyley Bon. Referee for today is Declan Bourne assisted by Andy Bennett and Daniel Flynn the fourth official is Jack Flench Here come the teams and SGP rules as one as you said Jack the away end packed up as well with the fans making the trip from London the stagecoach Adam Stansfield stand very high attendance there as well and of course the big bank rocking as always what an atmosphere best one we've had this year in 2023 yeah I completely agree stadium's absolutely bouncing almost feels as though that Barnsley postponement has added an extra feeling of uh, rejuvenation to the fans and the Charlton fans to our left are in strong voice as well you can tell that both sets of fans are eagerly anticipating today's game once again, players take the knee, showing that there will be no room for racism in football or in society. And away we go. Joe White gets us underway. Exeter City playing in red and white home kit. They'll be kicking towards the St. James Road end in this first half. And uh, Charlton Athletic, they'll be playing in the dark blue away kit. And they'll be kicking towards the big bank. It's with Scott Fraser now. Scott Fraser. Ball into the middle. And a goal for Charlton Athletic. A ball caught catching everyone by surprise. Ball into the middle. In search of Raksaki. And Raksaki, who you mentioned, Jack, of course, in the pre-match, gets his first goal of the game. It's Exeter City nil. Charlton Athletic. I would be honest, Jack, I was caught a little bit by surprise. The ball going into the middle and Raksaki getting there and with his left foot into the top corner. What a goal. Well, I did mention him before the game, didn't I? And I have to say that was a brilliant, brilliant left-footed finish from the young player. And full credit to George Dobson as well for the cross. He picked him out. He floated the ball in beautifully. I mean, Raksaki cutting across the centre-back. I believe it was Pierce Sweeney. That finish was delightful. Putting Charlton up within 10 minutes. Great start for the Addicts, despite early Grecian pressure. Rakeem Harper wide to Jacob Priest. Jacob Priest trying to beat his man but lost away once more and another chance for Charlton it's with Blackett Taylor Blackett Taylor wide and beats his man and it's back with Blackett Taylor on the edge of the box Blackett Taylor left footed and blocked away by Will Ameson Exeter really struggling through that left hand side and Charlton creating chances one after another now Jack 
They certainly are. Ever since that goal, you can see Charlton have been buoyed by it. They're playing with full confidence. And Exeter are struggling to get a foothold in this game now. Complete contrast to the first four or five minutes where they were playing extremely well. And all of Charlton's progress is really coming down that left-hand side of Blackett Taylor, who's been linking up with McCauley Bond particularly well. And the ball forward. But Will Emson's going to get there, as it seemed at first. But he doesn't get there. And Charlton Athletics score their second goal of the game. A through ball. And I think it's Blackett Taylor. I thought Will Emson was going to get there. Ball through the middle. Blackett Taylor running in behind. And a second goal for Charlton. Yeah, it has to be said there that Will Amerson simply did not deal with that ball well. It was a good ball that split the defence, but he looked to have full control over the situation. And I think it might have been Blackett Taylor's pace that simply was too much for Amerson there, who gave the ball away, and it was a calm, calm finish from Blackett Taylor. I said before the game that the pace of this Charleston attack could be a problem for Exeter City, and it looks as though it's causing this defence serious issues in this first half. Hartridge, ball through the outside. Stansfield does get there, beats Sean Clare to the ball. Still Stansfield, shot on goal. Comfortably into the hands of Maynard Brewer, but nonetheless, first effort on target registered for the Grecians. Stansfield doing well for that left-hand side and creating a shot. Yeah, it was good to see Stano get a shot off on target there. And it's that tactic that X have been using a few times down this left-hand side with a long ball trying to play inside Sean Clare down the right. This time it worked and Stano got a shot away. But he could have possibly laid it off to Jack Sparks down the left-hand side. X have got the game a bit more in control in the last five, ten minutes as they're looking to get back into this game. Dimitri Mitchell. And a substitution for the Grecians 26 minutes into the game. And Mitchell, number seven, the new signing, comes on to replace Jack Sparks. I'll be honest with you, Jack, I didn't quite understand one. Of course, Exeter, not exactly performing in these first minutes, but I thought Jack Sparks wasn't the worst player on the pitch, but maybe an injury, maybe a tactical switch indeed, but a substitution very early on from Gary Coldwell. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, the Grecians certainly haven't been up to the standards we'd expect of them. And But Jack Sparks has been one of the, the few lights that have been shining down this left-hand side, trying to get Jay Stansfield involved in the game. Forward to White. White stays onside. White still with the ball. White is getting into the middle. Onto his left foot, falls back to Caprice. Caprice now has a chance to cross. Jay Caprice looks for the opportunity to get the ball into the middle. The fullback beats his marker. Caprice into the middle and Mitchell's getting on the end of it and scores! An incredible goal for the Grecians. Demiri Mitchell, just five minutes after coming on, has pulled one back for the Grecians. And it's the two fullbacks combining for the home side. It's Exeter City 1, Charlton Athletic 2. Well, that was absolutely brilliant from Demetrius Mitchell. And it looks like something new that he could bring to this Exeter team. And full credit to Jake Caprice as well down that right-hand side. It looked like he's lost the ball. He kept going and he just hung it to the back post. The ball was floating over Maynard Brewer. And um, Mitchell came in with a brilliant left-footed finish into the roof of the net. 2-1 and Exeter are back in the game. Absolutely magnificent, Jack. I've not seen anything like that for a long, long while at SGP. Jake Caprice, I thought he'd lost the ball there, but the fullback's turning around getting that ball into the middle and then Mitchell one touch in the air from the volley into the top corner incredible once again Archie Collins and Joe White standing over this ball it's going to be an outswinger from Joe White ball into the middle 
and it's down on the box and Sweeney has a shot towards goal and it's blocked away what a chance for the Grecians once more tension really building up at the Charlton end but what a chance for the Grecians once more the ball falling to Sweeney and many bodies on the line to block that shot from the fullback yeah that was a brilliant chance from the Grecians it was a good ball in from Joe White and it was scrappy in that six yard box wasn't it the keeper had no idea what was going on Sweeney was close to getting an equaliser but there were just too many Charlton bodies in the way and now an outswinger from Archie Collins ball goes into the middle this time Maynard Brewer does collect it it's been a good five minute for the Grecians and intercepted once more Nombi now has a chance to break he's got Stansfield next to him and Nombi will have a shot towards goal and saved by Maynard Brewer Another chance for the Grecians, Jack Nombe collecting the ball in midfield after Charlton lost it in possession. Didn't have too many options, so opted for the left-footed effort towards goal and comfortably saved by Maynard Brewer. But another good chance for the Grecians. And now Sean Clare losing the ball and Stansel with a quick throw in towards Nombe. Nombe will try and get around Innes, but Innes dominant as he has been all game. Grecians really have the momentum, Jack. Yeah, the momentum has quickly swung into the favour of Exeter City here. It feels like just what happened to Charlton after their first goal, where the fans are bouncing and the players are in full control of the game. Exeter City, after that brilliant Mitchell finish, have been clearly on top. A couple of corners that they'll be disappointed to have not got anything from. But Sam Nombe in particular has picked up the ball deep into the Charlton half a couple of times, nicking it off the defenders and midfielders and driving forward. A good shot there from just outside the box wasn't too troubling for Maynard Brewer. But the Grecians are looking to slowly make their way back into this game and push for an equaliser in the end of this first half. Alex Hartridge instead he opts for Archie Collins. Archie Collins back to Hartridge. Hartridge will have a chance to cross. Instead he finds Jay Stansfield. It's to Mitchell. Mitchell back to White. White to Stansfield. Stansfield in the box. It goes away the way to Caprice. And an immense block for Matt Peeney to deny Caprice. But what a great, great spell of possession in the 18-yard box once again before the ball coming out to Caprice. Caprice now with a cross into the middle. Sweeney climbing, Nombe climbing, comes out to Stansfield on the edge of the box before fired over the St. James Road end. Another great attack from the Grecians, starting, of course, with Mitchell playing it to Stansfield. It was then played across the box before Caprice had almost a clear shot on goal, but a last-minute tackle, Jack, to block that effort. Yeah, it's been a brilliant finish at this half for Exeter, who have looked much a better team for the last 15 minutes, and that was a great chance to level it just before half-time. The ball, as Michael said there, falls across the box and falls to the feet of Jake Caprice, who, I mean, he fired the ball at the goal, but the Charlton bodies are in the way. They were being thrown at the ball, and it went behind for a corner, which couldn't be capitalised on. Two minutes of out of time, and I think Exeter may be a bit disappointed at this stage of the game that we are heading for the half-time break, because they've been the better side after that goal from Mitchell and are really looking to equalise here. And the referee blows the half-time whistle and at the break it's Exeter City 1, Charlton Athletic 2. A good ending to the first half, Jack, I thought it was. Exeter starting very confidently in the first five minutes. Charlton then getting control of the game, scoring their two goals. Both of them, I thought, coming from nothing through that middle but then Exeter finding their game scoring that goal for the substitute Dimitri Mitchell and really looking like the better team in the last 15 minutes there is still a way to get back into this game Jack oh 100% 
And ever since that substitution with Dimitri uh, Mitchell coming on, extra looked like a different side. They've been more confident in possession. They had more of the possession. And they've had a few good chances to level the game. I think they'll be disappointed to be going in one goal behind at half-time. But coming out in the second half, they're going to hope to be on the front foot, keep pressing and have as many chances as they possibly can on Maynard Brewer. I think both of us mentioned Ryan Innes having a great game today. Also, Lucas Ness, very confident next to him as well. Both of them clearing perhaps all the headers. And we saw at the end of the half when Exeter tried and played it low into the box and it came out to Caprice and a goal-scoring opportunity there created for the Grecians. Maybe Gary Caldwell's men should try and implement that more, trying to play it low and get the shots on target because in the air, Innes and uh, and Ness look really confident for Charlton Athletic. Yeah, 100%. Innes especially has been monumental at the back, really. Hasn't lost a single duel. But, as you said, Michael, aerial duels are his strength. Keep the ball on the ground and try and run in behind him. Extra have pace in Nombe and Sanseyol and Mitchell looks incredibly quick as well. They can get the ball in behind this Charlton defence, like Charlton have done against Exeter with their goal. Well, their second goal in particular. Exeter will certainly have a way back into this game early in the second half. Absolutely. But for now, that's all we have in the first half. Let's take a break. And the referee blows his whistle and we're underway in the second half. Exeter City will now be kicking towards the big bank with Charlton Athletic kicking towards the St. James Road end. And now a chance to break. It's with Sean Clare. Sean Clare wide to Raksaki. Raksaki back to Sean Clare. Ball into the middle. And attacked by Blackett Taylor. Great block there by Ameson to deny the winger. He's already had one goal today where he managed to get past Ameson. This time the full... The centre-back doing well to block the effort. Yeah, that was a good chance there for Charlton, completely against the run of play, and it all came down the right-hand side once again between Sean Clare and Raksaki. Um, a good chance for Blackett-Taylor to get a brace in today's game, but he was unable to, and it was good defending in the end from Exeter, so he was able to clear away. It's Fraser. Fraser's got space ahead of him. Fraser gets past Raheem Harper. It's with Blackett-Taylor. Blackett-Taylor going into the middle. Blackett-Taylor away from Collins. Shot towards goal and a really good save from Jamal Blackman to deny Blackett Taylor in his near corner. Yeah, Blackett Taylor on this left hand side looks extremely sharp, cutting in there. He stood up against Pierce Sweeney and cut inside again. Shot was lacking a bit of power as it went down to Jamal uh, Blackman's right hand side and it's pretty comfortable for him in the end, but he's looking dangerous. And if Charlton are going to want to extend their lead in this game, it looks like it's going to come through either him or Raksaki on the right hand side. And now a chance to break on the counter. Exeter eye outnumbered ball forward to Macaulay Bond. Macaulay Bond beats Hartridge to the ball. Bond still with the ball. Shot towards go just over the bar from Macaulay Bond. Doing very well to shield the ball from Hartridge onto his left foot and just from the edge of the box over the bar. But very dangerous from Charlton Athletic on the counter as Harry Kite comes in to replace Archie Collins. Yeah, that was well done there from Macaulay Bond, really. It was a awkward floated ball up to him from Scott Fraser but he did well against Alex Hartridge turning onto his left foot and getting a shot away just over the bar which wasn't really troubling Jamal Blackman but it was good from uh, the Charlton striker who has slowly, who's been slowly growing into this game after a quiet first half and a simultaneous substitution from Gary Caldwell Rakeem Harper is taken off and the man coming on is the new signing, Kevin McDonald, the highly experienced player, of course. He's going to go into that midfield ahead of Raheem Harper now. So a, a fresh duo in that midfield of McDonald and Harry Kite. 
bit of a risky move there from Gary Caldwell, Jack. Indeed, I mean, you can't help but feel that he wants some added energy. Uh, they have, after all, played over an hour now, that midfield pairing. But Kevin McDonald's experience alongside Harry Kite's youthfulness could be something promising going forward for the Grecians in this game but winning that midfield battle will be crucial in gaining a foothold possession wise and moving the ball forward to create some clear cut chances and now White White with some good skill but lost away and now Blackett Taylor it's with Raksaki Raksaki ball into the middle and shot towards goal and saved by Jamal Blackman to deny Blackett Taylor but the ball still with Charlton it's still in the box Blackett Taylor with a shot on target after Ragsaki crossed it into the middle. But Jamal Blackman, great save. But another attack now for Charlton. And ball goes into the middle once more before Will Ameson with a critical tackle to take it out for a corner. But what a save that was from Jamal Blackman to deny Blackett Taylor. Yeah, Michael, that was an incredible save, wasn't it? He just kept Exeter in the game if that had gone in. You couldn't help but feel it was game over. Brilliant from Jamal Blackman, who hasn't actually had too much to do in this second half. But Charlton has stepped it up in this last five minutes. Had more of the ball, had a couple of good chances, and they've been breaking quickly behind this what looks like a tiring Exeter defence. Now they've got a corner and they're going to look to finish this game here. All transfers from the January transfer window have now had a chance to mark their debut as James Scott comes on to replace Joe White who I thought had a good game but Exeter need fresh fresh personnel up front and uh, James Scott looking to make an impact on his debut yeah 100% we were like Joe White had a good game especially in that first half he looked promising going forward for the Grecians but fresh legs are needed now with not long to go in this game a bit of added energy and impetus needed for them to push on and try and get that elusive equalising goal Charlton very deep in their own half Harry Kite quick one two with McDonald. It's now with Kite. Wide to Jake Caprice. He's got Sweeney in the middle. Nombi and Stansel both in between the lines. Pierce Sweeney. Wide to Caprice. Caprice now will have a chance to cross. Jake Caprice on the right hand side. Born to the middle, but too much power once again. Over the bar. The shot goes flying. To the disappointment of the big bank. Extra really not creating much end product in the conclusion of this game. Yeah, that was disappointing there from. Jake Caprice and it kind of sums up the second half to be honest getting in some good positions but a lack of quality in that final third especially that with these crosses I mean the amount of balls that have been floated into the box and albeit Ryan Innes and Lucas Ness have been absolutely incredible at the back for Charlton today but the the lack of uh, final product and the poor crosses from Exeter have really summed up their second half and their inability so far to get an equaliser Mitchell to take this free kick with White off Mitchell in charge of this set piece he's got Kite next to him but Mitchell left footed out swinging left footed into the box Mitchell and cleared away Stansel from the edge of the box ball goes wide what a chance for the Grecians, ball falling to the striker after the free kick, cleared away, and Stansfield on the volley and just wide of the target. Could not have had a better chance in stoppage time, Jack. 
I know we said about 10 minutes ago that Exeter City hadn't really made any chances despite their strong pressing in possession, but that was the chance. It's a brilliant ball in from Mitchell from the left-hand side. Comes out to Jay Stansfield, who, if there's any player on the team you want to have a volley just on the edge of the box, it would be him, but it flies just wide. Great chance for Exeter late in the game, but unfortunately didn't make the most of it. Uh, McDonald now to Harry Kite. Exeter running out of time. It's of Hartridge. Hartridge now has a chance. He's got Mitchell. Mitchell have a chance to cross into the middle. Ball across goal. But Maynard Brewer gets there first ahead of non-men Stansfield. Once again, Exeter exploiting the overlap. Using Mitchell on that left-hand side. It really had an impact today. But not making use. And Maynard Brewer collecting it to the relief of the away fans. Yeah, we spoke of the standout players for Charlton, haven't we? And I'd say Mitchell has been one of the standout players for Exeter today since he's come on. He's looked electric down that left-hand side. But as again, the theme for Exeter today, a poor um, lack of end product has been the difference really between the two teams as the ball's collected quite easily by Maynard Brewer again. Ameson wins it back for his team and a forward ambitious ball from McDonald to Nombe. Nombe's going to have it go and go. But once again, and it's gone to Stansfield now. Stansfield still with the ball on the edge of the box. The attack continuing. Stansfield across goal. Comes to Kite. Kite from the edge of the box. And a save by Maynard Brewer. Harry Kite from the edge of the box. Maynard Brewer diving for his left-hand corner. Making the save. Wow. Jack, I mean, we saw what happened. The ball initially coming to Nombe. Nombe trying to get their first Maynard Brewer with the initial header outside the box. And then oh, going all the way to Stansel, the cross goal to Kite. And Kite with the effort, a double save by Brewer. Wow. Yeah, well, it all started with that ball over the top from Kevin McDonald. Maynard Brewer cleared out Sam Nombe. And Harry Kite, an amazing volley, but wasn't quite enough. Hartridge still with the ball, brought down, and a free kick given. A final opportunity for the Grecians. Alex Hartridge gets the free kick, and Jamal Blackman rushes across the park to get into the opposition's box, but it's played short. Pierce Sweeney brought down, another free kick. Sweeney will go quick. It's across to Mitchell, but it's cleared away by... Sean Clare and the referee blows the full-time whistle despair around the big bank and the main stand relief and joy at the away end it's Exeter City 1 Charlton Athletic 2 defeat for the Grecians and it has been a great performance from both sides thoughts on the game Jack well firstly it was a brilliant game and there was some some goals, some good chances and some great performances all around but Exeter City are going to be incredibly disappointed with this today. Going in at half time they had finished the half better and they were hoping to get someone early in the second half but they made no clear cut chances there were some good performances especially from Dimitri Mitchell but Charlton were able to hold on in the end thanks to two goals from the brilliant players Blackett Taylor and Raksui. Ultimately they were too much for Exeter today Absolutely. Well, disappointing performance. All the substitutes, of course, making their way onto the SGP and getting their debut. But for tonight, this is all we have time for. We'll be back at St. James's Park to bring you coverage of Exeter City's home clash 
against Shrewsbury on the 14th of February. That will be a floodlight game here at the park. But for now, thank you very much for joining us for today's fixture and see you all soon.